Radio. Hey, I'm W. Earl Brown, but my friends call me Earl. So call me Earl, because you're listening to Radio 8 Ball. It's just the normal noises in here. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're here on Feral Tempting Fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here from Tom Petty's discography. And now it's time for Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and for this episode of Radio 8 Ball, we are digging into the deep catalog of Tom Petty for our Oracle Fodder. And although we'd love it if Tom Petty could be here to perform them for us, Instead, we have gathered some of my favorite musicians from around Los Angeles to deliver these songs to us. We're joined in the studio by Paul Zolo, who is the guy who wrote the book on and with Tom Petty. And he also has done some writing with our next guest, a great songwriter who, if he were in Los Angeles, I'd have him here doing a Tom Petty song. But he, like many great songwriters, is on the road right now. And uh, let's just invite him into this pop oracle divination Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Dan Byrne. Well, thank you. Good to be in Radio 8 Ball land once again. Yeah, you've been a guest on the show many times, hmm. and we love your music. Many times, many places. Yep. Yes, indeed. Hey, Dan. Hi, everybody. So, Sounds like a, a fun bunch of there. Yeah. So, uh, Dan, where are you on tour right now? Well, I'm not really on tour. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, based uh, in upstate New York. For this last year and this year, so um, right now, you know, I just did a little kind of a, a day trip, which I'm able to do from from here to a lot of places. Great. So where's the uh, where's the day trip? Where are you going to be? Where's the gig? I went and uh, sat uh, in on a couple of classes at uh, Syracuse University songwriting classes hmm. that uh, Jeffrey Pepper Rogers had asked me to to come and. I know Talk him. He's to do acoustic so guitar that's magazine. That's what I did. So. so I'm on my way home now. Excellent. So, uh, what is your question? Now we, now you know, this is a Tom Petty themed uh, Radio Eight Ball, and uh, we, I don't think we've ever really talked about Tom Petty at length. But I assume you have some impression of him as a songwriter. Uh, what are your thoughts on Absolutely. on Tom Petty? Well, um, my. My main thought is that I finally got to see him this summer, just a couple of months ago. Um, and it was just a tremendous show. And he, you know, he, I, I knew his, his songs, but I'd never seen him in person up pretty close. And he just exuded so much uh, warmth and openness and generosity. It was incredible to see. And, and of course, you know, uh, in the context of is is sad uh, passing on. Uh, it, it it looms even larger in my personal pantheon of stuff I've been able to see. Where did you see him? Uh, at a festival called Mountain Jam near in like the Catskills. 
Cool, cool. So, uh, what's your question for the Pop Oracle, Dan? So, in uh, in a week, next next week, um, I've got some shows down in, in Tom Petty Land in, down in Florida. Got like five or six shows down there. And so, normally, I would, you know, hop in a plane <clears throat> and go down there and rent a car and whatnot. But I've kind of decided that, I don't know, I... These days, I'm not all that keen on flying. Plus, I want to take a, an extra electric guitar and an amp and maybe some, some paints and, and whatnot. So, I, even though it's about a thousand miles just just to get where I'm starting, I thought, how the hell is it? I'm going to drive. So, my question is, am I crazy to drive to Florida rather than flying? <laughs> Dan Burns' question for the Oracle pop oracle as fed by the music of tom petty is he crazy to drive to florida instead of flying and now to engage the pop oracle on your behalf i'm going to have paul zolo pick a card any card pick a card any card pick a card any card pick a card any song number two, which is from Tom Petty's 1982 release, Long After Dark, and it's going to be performed by a little super group here with Dan Clark, Cooper Walker, David Goodstein, Marshall Thompson, and a little bit of backing vocal help from myself. And the song is A Wasted Life. Ah, ah, ah. 
Wasted Life, the final track from the Long After Dark record from 1982. Performed by Dan Clark on the lead vocals and guitar, Cooper Walker on guitar, David Goodstein on the drums, fabulous Marshall Thompson on keyboards, and me flailing away on the backing vocals where I could. And uh, on the line we have Dan Byrne, whose question about driving to Florida is the foundation for our conversation. Uh, Dan, were you able to hear that? Yeah, boy, it just sounded so good. So good. I just wanted to, to you know, slide right through the phone and be out there with you all. But, man, it sounded great. Just great. Coming from you, Dan, that means the world to me, man. So, uh, so what? So that was the answer to the question about driving to Florida. Um, so, Dan, first going to Dan Clark, what was it that? Uh, what was it that made you pick this song? What was it that stuck out for you? Well, I didn't even know this song existed two weeks ago. I'll be honest with you. I I know Tom like we all know Tom. Um, Eighty two. I was twelve, eleven years, thirteen years old, something like that, and. You got lucky, babe. You know, we all know that from uh, that record, but I didn't know this last track existed until three, two weeks ago. And what, you know, right when I heard it, I had to tell you, Andras, I said, man, this is right up my wheelhouse. I mean, this is a song I can do. I can't sing it like Tom. No one can sing it like Tom, but I can put my stamp on it and I'm going to for the rest of my life. And uh yeah, I love this song, man. I mean it was just it just popped into my brain. I mean, honestly, man, I don't know if you knew it existed. I've talked to so many people, brother, and they're like, I didn't even know that song existed. You know, it's like a it's like There's the so last many song. good songs on that record. It's just by the time you get to the end, it's like this little breather. It's like the the song rock the record rocks so hard and it's sort of like, oh, mm-hmm. There's like this like nice little stone sea track and you're totally. just like good night, 
you know, and goodbye. But holy cow, when you take it out of the collection. Listen yeah. to that song. I don't care if you're male, female, or in between. <laughs> Listen to that song by yourself with the speakers next to your ears, and that song will just uh, uh, move you. I mean, it's just beautiful. So now going over to Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Paul's, are you from Paul Zolo? Are you you know Tom Petty's catalog pretty well? Are you are you familiar with that song? Yeah, I am familiar with it. I love that song and. An unusually tender song for that album, like you're saying. It's yeah. a rocking album, and that's a very tender song. And an affirmative message, don't lead a wasted life. You know, make good choices. If you got an instinct that maybe you should drive all the way to Florida instead of flying, <laughs> follow that dream, you know? Run down that dream, see where that leads you. No doubt Dan Byrne will probably get a song or two or maybe ten out of that drive, you know? So <laughs> I think that's what Tom said. Don't, sure. don't waste your life. And Dan Byrne is much. someone that's not wasting his. But uh, bringing the paints too, you know, who knows what kind of creative adventure it's going to be. So I think Tom would certainly support you on that road trip. Turn that car around, head it straight for Florida. That's where <laughs> Turn you that go. car. I got that. <laughs> I got you. that. You. Uh, so, uh, uh, so Dan, what did uh, Dan Byrne? Yeah. What do you think about that? Is the answer to your question? Well, I mean, honestly, from the first chords, from the first, just the feel before. There was even the singing with it, you know. It just, it felt so good. And I I started just breathing more. And it just was open and had a, just a great feel. And, and yeah, it, it, it wanted me to take the long, sprawling drive and take my time and not stuff myself onto a plane with bad air and, you know, unpleasant feelings. And, yeah, it... I, I gotta say, it it, um, it was quite affirming that way. Yeah. You know, there's. It's funny. There's usually I can find a line or two that seems very that seems per, particularly like it really relates to it. In this case, the only the the line about I know you're walking down a lonely street. I know you can't get out of the heat, but you're going. You know, you're you're driving down. I assume not a lonely street, and you are heading towards the heat. Uh, oh, Dan has an idea. Dan well, Clark I was going to say, if you, if you, the third verse is they give it to you from the time you're born. You keep trying, make one more score, baby, wrong or right. Yeah. You got to stand and fight. I mean, that is Tom to the nth degree. You know what I mean? It's like he it was a strong cat, man, with his lyrics and with his music we all know this if you really delve in as you have you know that his lyrics you know and you do too andras he sings and dan Byrne, you're listening hope he uh he really knows how to kick your booty you know what i mean he really knows how to do it right and that is a great lyric they give it to you from the time you're born you keep trying to make one more score Baby, wrong or right, you got to stand and fight. You know, actually, that does really go to to like because that is the life of a of a touring musician. Is like that the next gig is that one more score. That's right. You know, which is actually kind of cool because the idea of score and music, a musical score too, like yeah. one more there one more song, one more score. There we go. Um, and so as as Paul was saying, Dan, to anyone who knows him, is an incredibly prolific songwriter, and and so when you when you give new and interesting input to that kind of person, it's going to come out in the form of one more score, one more song. That's right. So, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, it could, it sounds like it's a, it's going to be a, 
a trip to Bountiful. I wish I was sitting shotgun with you, Dan. I wish I was sitting shotgun with you. Yeah, Dan? Was it, is there a line in there about one more song, or was that the one more score line? That was the one more score. I thought I heard one more song. No, it goes. I uh, the, one more song. It goes. It goes. I thought of kind of what Paul said. It's like, actually, when I have long road trips with sort of a little bit open-ended, that's, that's the, sometimes where I get on these writing sprees. So I'm, I'm sure what Paul said is, is accurate, too. Well, the the third verse, brother, this is Dan talking to you. Uh, they give it to you from the time you're born. That's the... Yeah. Someone's got to put the pressure on, baby, wrong or right. You've got to stand and fight. So maybe that's what you were thinking about. <clears throat> and What's I got to say, in terms of songwriting, making one more score, people think Tom had a charmed life. But in truth, he realized really early on he had to come up with 10 songs, and for Tom Petty, them and 10 great songs, fully invested every year. Yeah. And so he realizes, he said, um, you know, it was good that I didn't really want to go to the premieres, but it would be easier just to be a rock star out on town, but I would stay home and work. Mm. It was always about one more score. If he was taking a car ride, he'd be working on a song. He took every opportunity, anyway, to come up with another song, and he always did that. He never took a break from that. He was always trying to come up with enough songs. And as you guys know, a very high bar, you know? He yeah. never was put out anything that he wasn't invested in fully. And also, he was asked sometimes what a song meant, or this or that, and he couldn't give you a straight answer because he didn't really know, because he was a true songwriter. It's like sometimes you don't know what your song's about. Let them figure it out, right. you know? And, yeah. Right. Dan, you had an idea you wanted to jump in Yeah. There? Just in the affirmative. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm just uh, hosannaing to that. Absolutely, you know. I mean, uh, I know some, I know some songwriters that can uh, map out the song and give you the main idea of every line and whatnot. But um, you know, I, I, I found the, I found it to be much more uh, useful and edifying when there's some mystery to the whole thing. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball on Feral Audio. If you'd like more information about the Pop Oracle, please check out our website at radio8ball.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, about asking your own question on the podcast, and about our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed on Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.